for energy in the east and and fire for cleansing in the south so i could be balanced so all of nature would be on my side then i did magic not the kind where green smoke poofs out of a top hat and a rabbit is either produced or eliminated depending on the magician but the kind where you decide what you want and then you make it happen In my family, this is what we do. Other families pray, we do spells. It's part of the religion we follow, which Dad calls Wicca, and Mom calls not-quite-Wicca. But then Dad's only been part of Mom's religion since I was a baby, and he's still going by the books in the New Age section at the library. I go by what Mom teaches me. Which is cool, because Mom goes by what her own mother taught her, and I never got to meet her mother. Doing a spell is like a cross between Christian prayer and taking a road trip with my father. When you pray, as far as I understand it, you go through a ritual to get yourself ready. Fold your hands. Maybe kneel. When the ritual triggers your mind that your body is ready to pray, you send up your wishes or intentions to the heavens for God to hear. Please heal Aunt Betsy, or make the other kids stop teasing me, or please help me stop having nightmares. And when my father takes a road trip, he searches the route on the internet first, looks at every square inch of the trip via satellite before he even so much as packs a bag, so he has a picture in his mind of where he's going and exactly how to get there. When you do a spell... You get ready just like praying, only instead of folding your hands or kneeling, you call quarters by turning toward the west and the north and the east and the south, inviting each of the four elements, air, earth, water, and fire, into your magic circle. The four elements belong to nature, and nature for my family is kind of the same as God. Some people use candles to help them focus all their energy. Some people use knots on a rope, untying one every day until they're all untied and the spell is released. Some people, like Dad, use music to focus their energy. Ivy likes to dance, and usually manages to knock over at least one candle, which is why she isn't allowed near my altar anymore. But before you light the candle or tie the knots or play the music or start to dance, you've got to study the map. In your head, you picture exactly where it is you're trying to end up, with Aunt Betsy spry and griping at people the way she did before she got sick, or with the kids at school not teasing you and maybe even being nice to you, or with yourself sleeping peacefully through the night. Your mind sends that picture out in all four directions, and the energy you've borrowed from the elements helps you follow the route you've mapped. When you're finished praying, you thank God. When you're finished doing a spell, you turn in each of the four directions and say thank you to the elements. Earth, water, air, and that other one. It took nearly an hour to get the fire out. Even then it wasn't out. Embers still glowed deep red like the throat of the vicious dog that bit Ivy last year. Smoke rose heavy and straight up, 
even though the clouds were supposed to keep wood smoke low. Maybe it was because it wasn't wood smoke, not completely. Maybe it was because it was everything else we owned, too. There were shoes in the smoke. There were thimbles and scissors. There were cinder blocks and river rocks. There were maybe even bones. Now here we were, three hours out, sitting on the porch of the general store. The sky behind the heavy clouds was thinking on getting light. Not committed to it yet, just playing with the idea. The way a dog fixes on something, looks at it before she chases it. The thought of dogs, of Wittershins, made me ball my fists and stuff them as deep as they would go inside my shallow PJ pockets. My throat burned with ash.